Yeah, nah, one, that's two, why. Three, I, one, two, three. That's why I like to do it. They just let me say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the informality. You just go and have just a conversation. Yeah, exactly, man. You never know what's. I actually, literally, I had someone the other day talk about how their favorite thing is the vulgarity. That's the reason for. <laughs> <laughs> that's their reason for listening. I was like, all right, good. <laughs> What's up, man? We back. We're rolling. Yeah. And and we've been, you know what? This is interesting to me. Earlier in the year, we talked about getting Giancarlo Stanton on. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yes. And and you knew, like, September would be the right time for him. You just, like, you knew, like, yeah, you, you could gotta, see his personality well, blossoming. No, I mean, you just got to settle in, you know? It's, it's a long season, and it's a lot playing here. You got to try to figure out everything. So I didn't want to bombard him with another interview with, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. our shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be funny for you, right? Like, hey, I know you're doing all this other yeah, stuff, man. but... I hate to do that shit. I know. I, I hate know. it. Well, that's why we have Sadie now. Yeah, right? that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Sadie, Sadie Zillow. Sadie Zillow is the one who comes and takes care of that for us. So, uh, but this is great. I'm I'm, uh, I, I'm so pumped about Giancarlo. And it seems like you two have really become good friends. I just I, It looks like you guys have done quite a few things off the field together. Yeah, we hang out a lot. Um, we all do, though. You know, so it's, it's a close-knit team. But, uh, you know, he came in and did spring training and just kind of fit right in and wanted a guy. So, yeah, we've been getting close, and, and it's been a lot of fun to, to watch him do his thing this year for sure. You know, you, you I remember, like, last year we talked a lot about how you guys are such a tight-knit group. You do everything together and that. And this year you've had some personnel changes throughout the year, even before the year with Stanton throughout the year with adding, you know, whether it's McCutcheon or Lance Lynn or, you know, whoever it may be, departure of a couple guys like Warren, who I know is very well liked, Jason Shreve. Has it, because you guys have built that foundation, is it like guys just kind of assimilate yeah, quickly? No, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, when you got the core, you know, me, Gardy, um, you know, Hixie, Judge, Didi, uh, Stan, I mean, um, uh, Sanchez, you know, these guys have, that have been here and kind of know the way. It just kind of, you just kind of fall in. You kind of fall in line. So every, you know when when a new guy comes in or a big free agent signs here and somebody says, "Oh, I don't know how the club I was going to be on. I'm not going to fit in." You fit in. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it work, yeah. and, and it'll be okay. So, um, Cece, we also uh, want to make sure to give some love to the to the fine folks at the Athletic who have made the outstanding decision to sponsor the R two C two podcast. Yes, a great call on their part. <laughs> Immediately becoming our favorite publication because of it, uh, and we actually, it, it, you know. In case people don't know The Athletic yet or haven't read it, it, they're fantastic. The Athletic is a subscription-based publisher of smarter sports coverage for diehard fans, and it really is. Their stories are fantastic, and we're giving you the opportunity right now. You can head over to theathletic.com slash R2C2, R2C2 uppercase, and it's good for 40% off a first-year subscription. That's $2.99 a month. For on CC and I, all right? So 40% off. You can go over there now. Their model is simple. There's no ads. There's no pop-ups, no autoplay videos. Instead, readers subscribe for authentic, in-depth coverage written by journalists who know your favorite teams inside and out. Subscribers have access to local and national content with more than 700 news stories published every week across all sports. They have outstanding columnists you know, like Jason Stark, Ken Rosenthal, Peter Gammons, you know, Saris, Rustin Dodd, Mark Carrick covers the Yankees, does a great job. And you they know, did a they did a great article on Coney. They um, did about analytics. So, so you know he was the guy, got definitely a guest on our show, and and uh, I think people should read it. It, it was hundred percent. And and what I love about that that piece they did is like 
you know, you think Cone kind of like you. He has that bulldog mentality. Remember when we had him on? You talked about like you could tell you guys kind of have the same. Oh, we're the same picture. Yeah, sure. right. Like that same internal makeup, and he has that part of him, and yet he also loves and he the, does analytics. the analytics, which I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting seeing how he kind of merges those two things. It's a it great would be story. interesting to see if he could do it while he was pitching. You, I, know? you know what? That's true. Yeah, we we'll have to get him back on and ask him about that and move on some more. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check out the athletic now though a lot of great pieces and the cool thing is you get an email every day with all their outstanding work i'm telling you it's worth it it's just next level stuff go to theathletic.com slash r2c2 and the r2c2 is uppercase you ready for john carlos stan let's do it do you call him big g or something his nickname's g g yeah. all right all right here it is g with r2c2 the Rayo's experience, John Carlo. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was in a mob movie there. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, look over my shoulder a couple of times, make sure I didn't say nothing stupid. Um, but the food was bomb. You know, we, we had a great time uh, and it was a good experience. They always treat us good when we go there, man. That was my, only my second time there, but it's just a dope experience. Like, the room's really small. I mean, it's, you know, it's authentic. The food is good. It's no menu come out and tell you what, the, what what they can make or what you want or what you can do. And oh, then, that's the, that's when you know it's like legit, yeah. old school, Italian. Do you have choices within it or is it just like, this is what you're having tonight? I mean, basically, basically right? I mean, it's just like... A little bit of both, yeah. 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 Like yeah. you could say, I, I usually like this or that and they're like, oh, well, these are this is what we got. This is our best, you know, what, what we suggest for, for a group setting and, you know, you go from there. That's awesome, man. It's dope. You've never been, right? I've never been. It's, a, it's I, so cool. I, I got to go, man. That's it's like cool one of those experience. New York spots, too. Like, And, you know, I love the food scene in New York I'm all about. But that's such a unique spot because you have to have a table to yeah, go. Or you yeah. got to really it's not be. Even, it's not even really on the food scene, though. You know what right, I'm saying? Because no, it's not like a, not a thing that you can do. Right. Exactly. Right. You, you, know? can't, like, you can't go on open table and get a res <laughs> yeah. at, at Rayo's. You can't see the reviews and stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. And if, I'm sure if it was a bad review on that place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're finding that profile and going to get them. It's true. Ain't no gotta, bad reviews no, on that place. No one's, no one's willing to speak that. Hell yeah. no. How, have, you, have you gotten into like the New York culture a little bit since you've moved here? A little bit. Yeah, I, I got to get out a little bit more. We've been talking about pl- places to eat. Yeah. Um, you know, you got everything you can imagine here, so... Uh, I still got to step out and, and experience like a carbone we were talking about. Oh, well. yeah. Have you done it yet? Uh, I, we, we talked about it. I think I've been to the one in Vegas, but okay. this one um, I hear is, is a different different feel yeah. uh, to it. So I got experience for sure. That's, yeah, for sure. You love that spot. I love, you know, that's my favorite I know, spot. man. I know. Man. It's great. It is. I have dreams about that place. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, or like you, if I look on Instagram, I see somebody go. I'm like, fuck! I need to go tomorrow. <laughs> you actually do though, don't I you? I love that place, man. It, it, it's it's an outstanding spot, and you know what? It, it kind of combines amazing food, but also with like a vibe and a scene. Like it's it's got it, that feel. It, you got you got a while though. You got some time to get into it. You don't have to rush. Like it took me ten years to get New yeah. York City pizza, bro. <laughs> I, I finally got him on board it took this me year. 10 years, uh, yeah, bro. you gotta get into that. You, you know the we got we know where we gotta send him for pizza. Prince now. Street Pizza. You gotta bro. go to Prince Street Pizza, man. Prince Street. It's, yes, it is fantastic. Bomb, dog. Oh yeah, you went back again, right? I did. I oh. took Amber the other day. Yeah, did, now did she did she like it? She loved it. Oh. 
she loved good. it. It I was great. It, they were closed and they, they kept it open for us. It was dope. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. See, it was cool. And now you got the hook too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> got the plug. You yeah, know? That, that's it, man. What when you when you first get traded, like what what was your thoughts of New York and just like being in New York? Because obviously you wanted this to a certain degree, you had some control. But like how has it played out compared to the way you kind of envisioned it before you actually got here? Well, it all happened pretty quick in terms of like thinking about living here and all that. You know, I was more based on um, a career standpoint rather than um, my living situation. So when I would come here uh, and play as a visitor, um, it would always be one of my favorite trips every year. It's like, where's New York? You know, it's always a good time. You got to have a good place to eat or go out or, you know, a rooftop spot to be just to experience the, the New York lifestyle. So. Um, I, I didn't really put into into thought about living here. I always thought like, oh, I could be here for a couple of days, but living here, I'm not sure you yeah, know, how yeah. it would be, you know? Um, so so that's what, what I've been getting used to and, and kind of getting the feel of a little better. We've talked about that a lot, like just how you don't necessarily, especially as a fan or an outsider, you don't account for all of those little things just adjusting to a new city. We, we always talk about that. And just like that's the biggest thing is just the adjustment of like, you know, you drove to the park every day, I'm sure, in like Miami. Yeah. Now, you know you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. live in the city, you don't drive to the park. Right. That little shit, is a, it makes a difference. And you have to get used to your routine. And, you know, because, you know, every baseball player, we're all superstitious. We got routines and you got stuff that you like to do. So you got to get – used to that again in, in a different setting in a different routine man it's, it's, it takes you a while yeah for sure one one thing I thought like you did so well right away to Giancarlo is like even when you were struggling in the beginning and I, I've heard you get universal compliments like you you seemed to keep it cool the whole time you knew things were going to turn around and you never you never looked bothered by the media a lot of times guys come in here and and they'll struggle right away and you could tell it's you know they don't know how to handle those questions and it is a different market but you it seemed like you you were good with it the whole time you you kind of stayed low-key throughout it um yeah i mean i I wasn't good with it you know you know uh, know, i I hold it i held in some curse words and pissed off moments but i mean that's the part of being a professional and that's that's what separates us from from most is you know we got to be able to deal with these hard times um and um you know rise above sometimes your uh how you really want to act to really want to feel you know sometimes it's gonna you gotta let it out you know um which i do on the field every so often or you know you come in and you let it out and you can get it get over with but the the thing you need to learn about when you when you let it go is that if you make yourself look stupid during that point where you're mad you're not mad freaking 30 minutes 10 minutes later you know and you go about your day so it's like be professional um, let it go and then turn the page. That, that's that's how I go about it. And that was the biggest thing I saw in him, like when the first couple of weeks, whatever months, um, he never changed. And that's mm-hmm. something like I always pay attention to that as I've been here. Like, you're going to struggle, man. It's baseball. Like, shit's going to happen. And these fans are going to fucking let you know. <laughs> they booed me off the yeah. field the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But, yeah. like, if you don't change in yourself, you can get through it. And then now, I mean, it's it's all, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it's always better here. Like coming here as a big name and big free agent to struggle early. Get that shit out the Get way. Out the you way, know what man. I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, they, you know, it's gonna happen. It's baseball. Hey, that makes sense because you're right. This is not a game. Like I, I, I always say, this. you go, you go see sit courtside at, for LeBron. LeBron's gonna score 25. You, you know it, right? Yeah. So you could spend that 
the grand or whatever, you know you're going to get your money's worth. You go sit, you know, first row behind home plate. I don't know. CeCe Sabathia might get shelled that night. John Carlos Stanton might strike out four times that night. It just, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good or accomplished you are. That, to me, is why it's, it's, it is so, it's got to be so hard mentally to get used to that, to failure, because you're going to have it no matter how good you are. But I think to get to this level, you have to, you have to learn how to fail. Which is, sounds crazy, but yeah. in baseball, like to be able to get to the big leagues, you have to. We've all had adversity at, at some point where we like, I don't know if I can do this. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you have to have that and be able to handle that to be able to play here. And the guys that don't, the guys that have success the whole time and then come up here and have success, and the first time they struggle, it fucks them up. Mm. It's funny because we uh, we got that fight of wanting to succeed every time, over and over and over again. And even even as great hitters, you know, if you fail seven out of ten times, you're a great hitter. Yeah. So you got to understand what's a what's a what's a good failure, what's a productive failure, and you know what what do you got to kick yourself in the butt about, you know? So um, uh, over the years, you got to really find out how to level yourself out and and kind of observe yourself from the outside looking in even though you're you're experiencing it right there is it different for you now like do you handle it differently now than you would have as a younger player like did you learn some things about yourself and say okay this is my technique this is how i go about this uh yeah i mean i i, I like to be a hothead so <laughs> so i still bring it back you know but but um yeah i mean so, sometimes it, it's, it's what's going to make you feel what's going to get you back to you? You know, mm. sometimes it's blowing up, you know, sometimes it's just being calm. Sometimes it's a few extra breaths. It's, it's, you got to find your wavelength and that his is different than mine. And you know, 25 other guys, it's going to be different, but you got to find that in yourself. And, and that's the way, you know, when you become a team and you learn that watching guys, you know, sometimes I was like, all right, see, he's pissed today. You know, yeah. whether that's because he's not getting calls or because he's getting bad hit, you know, maybe he's getting hit hard or, or, Shitty ass hits, you know. Yeah, right. It, it, this depends. There's there's wavelength through it all. Yeah, that's the hardest thing for me. Still, I still I still struggle with my emotions, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it just is what it is. I've always sometimes I'll be out there and I'm 12 years old again. You know what I'm saying? I'm pissed off at the umpire. I'm pissed off about hits. I'm pissed off at everything. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> it's just it's a double edged sword for me. Yeah, we we out there preparing all like sometimes once the game's over, you know, I'm already looking like who's pitching tomorrow. I need to get ready like see a sequence, do all this. So I'm, I'm getting prepared this whole time, and then I could go up there and go over and just be like, I've just fucked, like, my whole <laughs> yeah. my whole day. I, I, I've studied all day, and it's fucking for nothing. Then I got to study again, yeah. you know? It's right. like, so you got you to gotta, you gotta handle that, Is man. it easier for you guys, though, like, because you play every day? So, like, you, you got to get over it quick, you know what Yeah, you just push it under the rug real quick, but still, like, fuck, he got me. <laughs> you know, but I'm going to get him. Yeah. So See, like us, we got to sit there four days. I, you know that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Like, I've been sitting for five days. Like, well, I just pitched fucking two innings the last yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. It sucks, but did, it's not fun. I, you know, did, does it, you've dealt with it before. Does it, like, does it bother you still when you come off the mound and you, and you do get booze, right? Because that's just what happens if you struggle, no matter how much they love you and you know these fans do. Yeah. Does it hurt at all, or do you just know it's part oh, of no, it? Oh, I don't, no, I don't, I don't bother me at all. Never did. Um, no. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm such a fan that yeah. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were talking just right now. Like, I want to, like, uh, John Gruden is pissing me off. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm going to the Raider game. I'm yeah. a fucking boo. Give me Khalil back. I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? So it, it, it never it never bothered me. It don't bother me. So, it, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, you were just talking about your preparation, Giancarlo. And I remember one of the games I actually asked you about it uh, when I was doing the sideline role because Aaron Boone, throughout the entire year, he has referenced your preparation. And he's been like, 
you know, seeing G, as, as you are affectionately called, right, do, do his work day in and day out. Like, I, I had no idea. Like, his preparation, the way he studies pitchers, it is impressive. Is this like, is this a new, is, did that develop over the course of your career? Because you, Marcus Tim says the same thing, that they're so impressed with the way, the studious way you go about preparing each day. Well, man, I mean, I, I had to catch up getting to pro baseball. I only played like two months a year until uh, I was in the pros already. So I had a lot of catching up to do, a lot of learning, just what a baseball, you know, rhythm and, and how how the pitcher attacks you and, you know, th- throwing pitches here just to change your eye level and then go back away. You know, I had to learn all those real quick. So I started to write those down in the minors and just get my notes. And when I see these guys again, just take a little note and – um and that helped me, and that just solidified my preparation. Like, I want to know everything I can so I can succeed when I'm in the box. Because if, if I'm in there and I didn't know that a guy does this um, or he, he, he likes to do this to me, you know, a couple of times ago, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't think I did enough, you know. So I got to get all the information that helps me and filter out the, the nonsense and, and go from there. Do you change them, though? Or, or like, some, like most of the time, like I know you played in the ALEs for a long time. Like when you go play the Mets, you know how they're gonna pitch you. Yeah. When you go play the Nationals, you know how they're gonna pitch yeah. you. Like that's different, right? When you when you come into the American League, you don't know how these. You don't know. Ca- how, it's, it's, it's the catcher, it's, really, it's right? It's the catcher. Yeah. Um, pitchers will change it up, but the catcher usually has a similar rhythm to what's he, what he's gonna do with you. So, uh, it, it is like a, a team approach to you. Same same as you're pitching them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a team uh, philosophy on how they're gonna approach C, and it's all the same. So interesting, man. And I, I mean, and what's what's cool about it is like, I mean, that's got to be menacing, right? You got a dude built like this with that kind of power who's also this cerebral about his approach. That's why, I mean, that's how you win an MVP, I was right? To say, yeah. That's how you turn into an MVP. <laughs> that's right, man. That's how you go about it. So you were playing catch up like you didn't, were you, were you playing other sports or what? What, what was going on? Yeah. Um, Football, football and basketball. In and, high school. Uh, yeah. And uh, baseball, I mean, you, you always need somebody really to practice, you know. So all I had was my dad. Um, once baseball season, uh, or when I was playing basketball, baseball season was coming up a couple of weeks before. I'd do my basketball, have games or whatever, and have my dad just throw to me and just to prepare me because I had to go straight into games. Mm-hmm. And then um, once I got scouted more, you know, scouts were already there and I ain't played all se- all year, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, why are you, th- why are you airmailing balls? Why are you doing this? And so I was like, man, I- I'm rusty, you know. So – uh, that's the, that was the toughest one to just hop into. Like football, like if you're ready to run, you're ready to hit somebody, you, you go. Basketball, you can you can shoot around um, whenever you want and kind of stay ready. Um, but baseball, I mean, there, there's no practicing game game speed. You played all the way through all, all three years? Yeah. 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 So, that, I mean, I always thought, like, for me, this is my lazy-ass thinking. Yeah. I played because I didn't like to do conditioning. So I only had to condition one time for yeah. football. And then I went right into basketball games and right into baseball. That's why you yeah. played. I hey. swear to God, that's why I played all three years. Yeah, the year-round they guys tr- are already going to 5 a.m. They, tried to, get, they tried to get me not to play basketball my senior year. I was like, you fucking crazy. I'm not running around the yeah. track. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm not yeah, doing for, baseball conditioning. For, I'll go play basketball, and then y'all let me know when yeah. the game started. <laughs> I get that, though. It's like it, it's sort of like a different version of, of like what is fun cardio, right? Like, it's a lot easier to get on the Peloton and, and like, have some hot instructor guide me through <laughs> than it is for me to, like, just go jog in, 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 the, in the woods. You yep. know? That's, it's Running like, around for a season that's six months from now, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> the fuck am I doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%, man. I now, was not with that. Could you have played, John Carlo, you think you could have played either hoops or football professionally if you wanted to pursue those? 
Uh, hoops, I don't think so. Football, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, basketball, I was just like Charles Barkley type, just get the hell out the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get out the key. I'm getting this rebound and putting it back up. You know? <laughs> uh, but I probably wasn't tall enough uh, when it comes down to it. But football, uh, I believe I, I could have. Um, uh, I played against a lot of NFL guys now, um, and at the time, like uh, Shane Vereen, uh, Richard Sherman, at the time, like my. When I play them, is this guy you shadow him? You know, when he's wherever he goes, you go. That's that's your guy, and that's usually how it was for most of the guys that I played there in the NFL now. So, um, and you I, locked I them down. You you did you lock down Shane Vereen and? Well, he's a running back, so he he's so, guarding me. Okay, the, he, okay, so what position were yeah, you? Yeah, I was receiver. Oh, so okay, Sherman's guarding me. Gotcha. Uh, Shane Vereen's guarding me. Uh, Chris Conti's on Tampa. He guarded me. Um, wow. Damn, you play receiver, dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would like to throw to that if you're going <laughs> back, huh? Oh, man. That's crazy. So how, how did how you do against Richard Sherman? Do you remember? That was in the championship. They dogged us. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> so uh, I, I don't think any of us did shit that yeah, game. Got you. But uh, we, we scored, we scored uh, first play of the game, and we were like, all right, we got this. Then we got destroyed. We didn't <laughs> oh, score it, so. <laughs> oh, that's fun. What made you then make the choice for baseball over football? Uh, my age. Um, yeah. I, was, I was 17, and I, and I never played a sport year-round. So I was like, um, sky's the limit for me. I, I can completely focus on one thing and see where I can go. So uh, I decided to give it three years and kind of reevaluate, and I'd still be young enough to go play football if it didn't work out. Um, and three years I was here. So I was about to say he was in the yeah. big leagues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been okay. Uh, the experiment worked. You know, uh, we were talking about food before, which is a, a common favorite topic for Cece and I. And uh, did you have you ever seen the, the controversy of how John Carlo eats a Kit Kat? You ever seen this? Yeah, he bites the whole yeah, fucking thing. Man. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Yeah. I saw that. Hey, <laughs> Fill it up, man. <laughs> you do. You just is, that's the technique for that's you. That's it, man. You've never snapped Those them apart. Those things are too small for me. Just bite it off, <laughs> get it done. Is I that, go two at a time. Like I break them in half. Okay, all right. That's a little more. But then reasonable. I can eat like six of them motherfuckers though. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I right. feel like if I ate them more like that, then I wouldn't be able to eat that. It many. would slow you down yeah. a little bit. It make, it's a it's a it's a total psychological thing for you. <laughs> yeah, can. Candy is just one of those things like where I can eat eight fucking Snickers in one day or I can not have candy for six months. Yeah. Wow. It's a weird thing like that for me. What's the cheap food you could not go six months without? Um, I think the cheap food, probably it'd probably be pizza, I guess. Yeah? That's, you need that. You can't uh, yeah, go. Yeah. I, I have that on the weekends all the time. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite cheap food, Giancarlo? It's probably Oreo shake. Ooh. Or uh, like a Cinnabon, a bomb Cinnabon. Mm. But I, but like G eats clean. So yeah. like I think everything I eat is a fucking cheat meal. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I'm eating pancakes and chicken and waffles and shit. Like I mean I'm I'm always cheating. <laughs> like should, everything I eat is a cheat meal. Dog. You really should come out with like a fun like diet like or or, the, or like a some kind of cookbook diet. I only diet like, in January. That's my month to, to diet. I'm used to seeing January. January. I be panicking, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually off a long trip or something, yeah. and I'm like in you the gym vegan twice this year, a day. You're sweating yeah, every did, day, like everything's days, coming out uh, of his pores. Raw vegan for how long? Twenty two days. So nothing cooked for twenty two days. Raw vegan. It was crazy. But how how did you feel? I felt like great. The level, first four days, I was hurting. I mean, I was yeah, sweating everything the, out. The transition. But, but after that, I felt I had so much energy every day and was feeling good and stuff. And then I don't think I could do it during the season though. It's just hard to get the food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying get, get it all. But I think when I retire, I could probably do it. I mean, I don't know if that wouldn't be that fun. You think you're gonna like? 
you think you're going to really like shrink when you retire? I'm definitely losing about 40 pounds when I retire. Yeah. For sure. Because you keep, you, you found throughout your career the weight helps you pitch. Mass equals gas, bro. <laughs> oh, I've never heard this before. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I like that. Well, now, the best thing that could have happened was I lost all that weight that one year and I came back throwing 82. That's right. <laughs> Nobody and, fuck with me my yeah, weight no more. And I'm like, I'm Bumping good. Out. Yeah. Everyone's like, get him the Captain Crunch, man. <laughs> right away. He needs it. So, what, John Carly, do you eat, you eat pretty clean? Like, what do you have a philosophy behind your diet? Like, where it's like, okay, I know I need this amount of protein, this amount of fat, this amount of carbs. How you do it? No, it's more how I feel. Um, I don't, I don't count fat or calories. Really, it's just like I, I like to eat clean before I play, and if I'm gonna cheat, some it's gonna be after. Like, I'll just crush food and then go to sleep, and then I have the time to recover, or if I feel sluggish or something after. But yeah, I, I, I don't like to play on. on like a full stomach yeah. or whatever, so I eat pretty light and, and my bigger meals right after the game. You know, you are, like, when I, people are like, you know, oh, what does Giancarlo Stanton look like up close? I'm always like, this dude is an Adonis. Like, you, you really, I mean, you, you obviously, I'm not breaking news here with the way you're built, but I'm wondering, like, what is, are, are you a, have you always been a gym rat? Like, is that is that a huge part of, like, have you always been that way? For over the years, uh I feel like it really is your diet. I mean, yeah. eating is a huge part of, of maintaining um, the way you want your body to look. Um, and the, the cleaner I eat, the, the less I got to be in the gym. That is the way it works. That's true. That's true, man. So uh, do you love working out, though? Do you love lifting or no? I do in the off season. You know, yeah. like li- lifting lifting during season, it's too, it's too like – I don't know. It's too soft for me. I was about to say it's mean? not enough. It, yeah, it's just like maintaining, maintaining stuff. So it's not really like, oh, I killed it in the gym today. I like, like if I'm gonna go in the gym, I'm gonna freaking go out there like piss, ready to ready yeah, to beat some ass. Yeah, we seen you pushing yeah. people up the fucking hill. Yeah, with, like, yeah. Did you see that video? Oh yeah, like, man. Like walking people back up the hill. The, that was crazy. The workout bro. videos are insane, man. <laughs> so that's the thing. So I like that. You don't love working out in season because you can't do everything you it, want to like do. Bands, it's like bands and shit. Right? <laughs> Like I'm over here fucking doing, doing little two-ounce bands and stuff, getting my shoulders ready, you know? You're, you're looking at actually, like, pick humans up and roll them up. Yeah, get, get pissed off, get get the mental mindset ready. You Let's know? Go. Do you ever just, like, I mean, I feel like it's the it's the lifting question that we used to always ask, like, in high school, like, well, how, much do you, how much do you bench, bro? But do you ever, like, try and max out your bench just to see? That was just the height that you bench, bro, and a different question. I know. It was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I put a journalistic <laughs> twist to it, man. That's it. I did. I, I haven't really. I haven't maxed out since like high school, man. To be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, what I'll usually get up to in off seasons, like one twenties, one thirties. I've done like sixteen times. I remember. Wow, with dumbbells. You dumbbells, dumbbells. Yeah. yeah that's. Um, but maximum. Yeah. No. And no need. I mean, you know, I mean, like, it's, I feel like you can get hurt that way, too. Yeah, it's different. Sport baseball is like, you know, you need to be flexible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need to be flexible. You need to be strong within your, in your range, I guess, if that makes sense. Like fast twitch muscles and all that. What do you always say, like, something about, I've heard you say it in a humorous way where you're like, yo, I may be fat, but I'm strong as hell somewhere in your like, <laughs> In your arm or, or where? Are you no, talking just, your my shoulder? shoulder is strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah my your shoulder, shoulder. Like I do a lot of shoulder work, and I yeah. feel like my shoulder is really, really strong um, compared to where it was the years before. Just in my range of motion is really strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, and that's that's how you pitch this long, right? It's well, part of it. That, that's one of the coolest things about baseball is you don't got to be strong. You don't got to look like you're athletic. You don't got to yeah. be tall, short. You can throw gas or you can hit bombs. Like, 
You got Altuve's and you got Judges. Right. right. Yeah. And you got Toe. And yeah, you got Toe. Right. right. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's true. It's like, see what you 6'4"? Yeah, 6'6". Six, six. He, he's 6'6". Six, six. You got guys 5'10 that can throw 95 too. It's right. like, you, you never know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like that about the game too. I mean, hey, we, we were just talking with McCutcheon earlier. He's not a big dude at all. This guy's been an MVP. He's got some pop too. Right. You Exa- know what I'm exactly. He's hit bombs. I'm going to make you jealous of John Carlo right now. Will Smith follows four athletes on Twitter. John Carlos one. <laughs> How do I get on that list? <laughs> yeah. How about, have you ever met Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh. In, uh, in Miami, actually, uh, not too long ago. Really? Um, Is that when the follow happened on Twitter? Uh, yeah, probably shortly. <laughs> I, I think that's right. That was like the day he got his Instagram, actually. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously one of my childhood greats, you know, l- love watching everything he does and, and still continues to do now. I- I'm happy – uh, he's got his Instagram because everyone's buzzing about he's it. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah, so good. He's so good. He's inspirational. Dude, like, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, everything he does is tight. This is this is a, a key uh, fact here, John Carlo, because you may end up playing a role um, as a adjunct producer for R2C2 because, <laughs> oh, yeah. because we CC and I have issued challenges to each other of like one guest that would be a dream guest for us to get on. We gave each other a couple names, but for C, or I, I gave one. Yeah, I gave C a few names of options. Eminem would be the top, but a couple interesting ones. C gave me one name. Will Smith, Will who he's Smith. never met. That's it. Okay. That's it, that's it man. That's the task. Yeah, that's, so, my yeah, that's the task, man. So now you know, like, the best birthday present you could give CeCe, and maybe it also would help me out, is tell Will Smith, you need to come on R2C2. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. I also saw earlier this year you had a photo where you, would you go to dinner with Michael B. Jordan and Donald Glover? Or, uh, we, we were out having having drinks um, nice. in the city. Yeah, they were in town, uh, one of these award shows or some some cool that they're always doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, me, uh, me and Michael met in uh, L.A. Uh, a few years ago, and you know, been friends ever since. It's been it's been cool watching him him rise up, man. Ooh. He he he's he's uh, he's coming up in Hollywood, and he's about you know, to get the role of Superman. They're talking oh, about. Yeah, he, they, might, he might be the next Superman. Around, yeah. yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, that would be dope. I loved Creed. I thought Creed was awesome. And they're doing Number a new one, too. Yeah, out. yeah, Creed 2 coming out. I mean, he was great in Black Panther, too. Fruitville Station. Yeah, he was, That was right? one of his first well, ones. Well, he was in The Wire way back mm-hmm. when as a kid, which mm-hmm. is, that's, you know, that's one of Did my favorite Did you ever watch shows. that show, The Wire? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was. He yeah, was, he was but he was on The Corner, yeah, which he was. was the show before The Wire. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you meant he was on The Corner no, and The Wire. No, but it was but a yeah. show before The Wire that was called The Corner, and his character crossed over from The Corner to The Wire. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. By the way, you probably learned by now, C knows more TV than anybody. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, always watching on the plane. <laughs> Has he gotten you into any shows this year? Uh, no, he, ha- he hasn't. Uh, he-, he told me about... Um, the Americans? The Americans, yeah. Yeah. So I got to get into that. That's you and Larry Rothschild on that one, Larry right? put me on that. Mm-hmm. Larry put me on the Americans. The Americans is good. Are you a TV guy, Giancarlo? Like, or, or what are you watching? Like, if you if you're, what are you doing on a down day? Like, you have an off day, you're you're hanging out, what are you doing? Sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping and eating, man. That's it. Yeah. Yo, this is what you say your superpowers are, too. Sleeping sure. and eating. That's good, man. Yeah. I mean, I know. Well, the season's so crazy. It's like when you get those days, you don't really want to do anything, right? I mean, you're playing every other day it, you, I mean, I'm, every day i'm usually playing catch up you know from yeah. we usually got 15 or something in a row that you know and we get in late so 
just you got enough for a nice dinner and be ready to go. Yeah, see, and they off days are different from our off days, like pitchers. Like, they need off days. Like, starting pitchers, we don't really kind of need off days. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. Like, we get off days all the time. But, you like, this, built la- in off days. this last off day, I just slept and ate the whole time, but I felt bad because it was our last one. I'm like, fuck, I should have did yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't have any more off days the rest of the year. I could see, like, doing that, too, where you're looking ahead, like, oh, when can I plan something fun? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. And then you get to that day and you're like, man, I don't feel like, like doing damn, anything. I feel like kicking it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Even even if you look for it, you look to it like, all right, a week and a half we got a day off. But shoot, you could have two double headers and some rain delays in between that. And you're like, nah, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing shit. That's it, man. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Giancarlo, before, like, um, CeCe's talked about the hype videos like you get from Chad and the guys, like four stars. Do you watch anything like that of yourself, like highlights or anything? Or anything that gets you ready, gets you pumped up for a game. Yeah, I like I like those videos. He, he's made me one. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, you gotta see yourself succeeding and and kicking ass out there sometimes because it don't matter when you do something every day. You need some type of extra kick in the butt in different ways. You know, some some days it's music. You got, some days it's a, a different genre. Uh, one day it'll be a video, and sometimes it's you know just seeing a couple guys. Sometimes it's p- watching the pitcher walk in from. From warming up, you know, just ready to go. It's uh, some some different way to get that spark. Mm, I totally get that. The is there like a favorite artist you like to listen to when you get when you're in your music mode that gets you most pumped up? Um, before games, I like like hood rap stuff, like pissed off. Yeah, get ready to go. Like, but like L.A. rap though. You like he like a lot of West Coast. Yeah, like, like when we like down NWA before the game. Like, or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, NWA. Um, <clears throat> I, I like Slam. I always listen Onyx. I always listen to that before. Wow, how um, about that? Nice. But yeah, just hype music. Get ready, ready to go to battle. So sometimes you got to get <clears throat> Judgy's ear then about what needs to be played. in the But club sometimes house, right? he plays music down because he plays down music in the cage before he's you know he's hitting before we go out. And I'm sitting down there and like the music gets me too hyped. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I can't be this hype about to go to yeah. the game. Like I need to be even killed. You know, you what need saying? to chill out. Sometimes before. I have to walk out. Yeah. Oh, I totally get that, man. Like I well, because that's why you always say you like Big Papa, right? Because it kind of like mellows yeah, it's you just out. Yeah, like chill, but I, but it but it's my song though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, it gets me hype. Yeah. Exa- no, it, well, it's, it's definitely your song. And here it's the only, well, no, you had one song before Big Papa. I don't remember here. what it was. Though. I don't remember either, man. But it's probably like, yeah, you don't, it's probably you don't need to remember. No, exactly. <laughs> this is it, man. Yeah. This is it. How, John Carlo? How was the experience of playing in New York compared to what you thought it was going to be? It's uh, it's about on par with how I thought. Yeah. I mean, I've only been here once, but uh, just from from seeing on TV all the times that always on. You guys are always on when we when we playing down there. Yeah. Uh, but. It, it, it's about par. Like I, I, I realize how crazy they get um, in, in the stands and, uh, and how pissed they get if we if we ain't playing good. You know, it's it's uh, they keep us accountable. And um, you know what what I what I didn't realize is how much as players we need to stick together more from all the outside um, noise. You know, mm. because there's so much negativity. Um, I, I think baseball. There's so much negativity in baseball in general. Just but because there's so much failure and there's so much well what if if he should have thrown this pitch but if it's the same pitch and he swings through it then it's a great pitch you know little things like that that you always need some extra uh uh confidence and being being positive about so i think as players we need to stick together more by all the outside negativity or you know got get got booed a couple times you gotta make sure he's all right like not like hey you're gonna be all right going home it's just like hey like don't worry about that. That's extra noise. You know, we, we you got a task at hand, you know, stuff like that. 
That's cool because, and I know this is why. I mean, you've talked about how John Carlo fit in right away. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of mentality you guys all have in there together. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it, I mean, it's a hundred percent right. Like you have to. I never thought about that, but you have to be closer here than anywhere else because you have to lean on your guys. Like you know, you go check on guys and you go see how guys are doing and how they feel in the day and things like that. Where you don't maybe normally have to do that in another place because it's not so much. Um, coverage on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if a guy's yeah. struggling or something like, like you that. You mess up here, you're getting attacked on right? your social media and stuff. Like, <laughs> attacked. It ain't like, <laughs> it's like you're going to get him tomorrow. It's like, you suck. You ain't come. Like, we need somebody new. Like, even if you've been playing great. Yeah. So, so it it's, it's depends. As a, as a younger guy, you're always reading that stuff because you love it when you're doing good and you like to see everyone like, hey, you know, great job. But that, that also brings you to reading stuff when you do bad. And, um, you know, sometimes it trickles over. Some, some people like it as fuel. Some people handle it different ways. But I always want to make it a point to the younger guys to kind of watch out for that because you're going to struggle no matter what. And, and you don't always need to, you don't need to see that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. That's good. I like John Carlos should write the social media policy for all athletes, man. <laughs> for all athletes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're right on par. John Carlos, thank you for doing this, man. This was we've been, we've been looking forward to it, and you were fantastic. Ryan's been wanting to ask you how much you can bench. For yeah. Him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for eight he, months. He knows. I bench you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you could. I know you could. And on that note, thank you, man. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah.